Hello, listeners. Really important announcement that the Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone podcast are about to make. We are on board with a beautiful, beautiful GoFundMe page. And what we're doing is raising awareness for this beautiful little girl named Kirsten, who's four and a half and is suffering from SMA, which is spinal muscular atrophy. We are going to help Kirsten race with her daddy. And in order to do that, we need to raise enough money to get a push chair. So what we have done is we've set up a GoFundMe page and it is Kirsten's Race SMA Push Chair. Let's make this little girl's dreams come true. You can hear more about that uh, whole initiative on episode 48 of our show. Uh, we have Kirsten's dad on, and uh, Wayne is a great guy. And, uh, you know, we just, uh, we just uh, you know, really listen to what he has to say. And, and uh, you know, it really inspired us to do something good for them. And uh, we hope that you can come along and help us out with that as well. Uh, the show is also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. Uh, create positive change in your life with online health coaching programs with High Five Health and Fitness. Have us out at your school to promote better health in children. Uh, High Five Health and Fitness is doing that all. Uh, you can find out more information at highfivehealthandfitness.com. Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone is also brought to you by Conti Fitness and Wellness, where you can find online and live workshops, personalized group training, health coaching, children's health and fitness, functional exercise for autoimmunes, arthritis, online yoga programs, facial exercise, rehabilitation, running, dancing, and more. Train with Christine at ContiFitness.net. In addition, you want to feel your best. You want the best in neuroscience that's out there to reduce pain, increase mobility, and just all around feeling good. Try out the latest from Vox Life. That's voxxlife.com backslash Christine Conti and get insoles, the best in socks. And you know what? You're going to feel your best. Please do us a favor and uh, subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Uh, you know, whether you're listening on your phone or, you, you know, going directly through iTunes, you know, if you just go to that our page and, and subscribe, if you're on an app, look us up, find it, subscribe. When the new show comes out, you'll get an update and uh, you can listen to us online. It really goes a long way in helping us spread our message of health, life and longevity. Uh, for all this information and more, go to twofitcrazies.com and click on the podcast sponsor tab at the top of the page. Peace and love. Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two big crazes. <laughs> and the microphone. We are where it's at. We think we're where it's at. We're not quite <laughs> sure. We don't know what the hell's going so on. So this is episode 55. 55. Yet 
we still managed to totally mess up the introduction. So this is take three. Practice. Holy jeez. We got to practice. You'd think this was like our first rodeo or something. Not 50 freaking five. 55. Double yeah. nickels. Holy jeez. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. A little bit loopy after, you know, a long Labor Day and getting back into it. Our kids start school tomorrow. Oh, it's crazy. It is. It, you know, it's really cool. Well, let's get into this. Where did the summer go? It, it was wild. Wait, wait, before we get into this craziness, we got, we had such a good time on episode 54. We have to go back to that for a second. Yeah. Um, we had Aaron Mansoor and Chris McNally on with Strike Fitness. Strike with a Y. Yes. And Tons of fun. Husband are- and wife. It was, it was like I was watching a sitcom. They are awesome. The fact, when I went back and listened, to, I mean, they were hysterical on the show, but I went back and listened, and the fact that Erin refers to herself as Monica from Friends, <laughs> Fat Monica from Friends over and over again, and that her husband is like, you know, this, she's like, you know, my husband's like this jack guy who's into like martial arts and wrestling, and she's like, and then there's me, like Monica from Friends, but not like regular Monica, like Fat yeah, Monica. The flashback Monica. Oh my God. About like... From the uh, prom, oh, right? It's... I mean, they are just—they're very—they're fun people. It was with, a good show, and they came up with a great little routine with a product. Uh, you know, the little punch bag that uh, that you use. Fight, the, dance, fitness. Yeah, strike fitness. Oh man, they're, they're amazing. So definitely check them out. It's strike, and that's with a Y. Fitness. They're all over social media. They're on our links, on our pages, and um, just a great program. And it's all about you know taking people who you know hate to work out, they don't like to work out, and Allowing them to do something where they're getting a workout, but it's almost kind of folded into, you know, some dances, recovery and, you know, and really getting that, that full, you know, multi-planar workout, um, and having a good time. And, 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 and we, and a guy like Chris who, you know, is part of the design crew here for this program is, is really fit dude. And, you know, fought in cages and is not, you know, he's no punk, right? No, he's awesome. <laughs> He's awesome. And uh, yeah, the, their story is just super fun. And coming up from the, the ground up, I forgot what I was going to say, but they, they were, they're hysterical. So you have to check it out. Check them out. And their products and their kind of fitness programs are legit. Certification, everything. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. So, but now, <laughs> summertime in the rear view. That kinda. was That was ridiculous. This summer, I know for me, was out of control. I'm not the same person I was at the beginning of the summer. You even did, you did an Iron Man, freaking Iron Man. You wedged an Iron Man into this uh, these few months. Summer or no relaxation started at all until July 23rd. Nothing. <laughs> I didn't even go to bed until like midnight. I, I went to bed actually at midnight on July 23rd. That's when I went to sleep. Okay. So that was after. That was right after. After. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. I couldn't even like wrap my head around anything because I was so freaked out that I was going to die. And then when I lived, I was like, wow, there's so much stuff that I have to do that I set aside because I was doing some training or, you know. Isn't that? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And now it's been like grind time back to like, you know, really trying to work and all the, I guess, the programs that I've been working on, too, and all of our podcasts. And it's been uh, it's been a crazy ride. Um so I cannot believe. For- I mean, I think that you probably accomplished more than most this summer just by, you know, I mean, you got the hat, the tattoo, and you did the Iron Man. 
not in that order that's <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like bring it no i mean you you, you got a lot done conti a couple things i did a couple i checked a couple things off the list but there's a lot more there's there's so much more stuff to be done on the I'm, agenda i'm, I'm but, afraid to even yeah ask. it's you should be that's fine but we're good we're good always moving forward doesn't matter how fast or slow but just making po- progress so what about you what do you think summer Summer is, uh, yeah, no, it's always quick, you know, we, we get, we get in as much as we can. And, and for us, you know, here on the, on the Jersey shore, the best part of summer, quote unquote, is, is really coming. Um, we call it local summers because we are locals. You can't call it that Conti. I'm sorry that I can't let you call it that. I'm like the local summer police. People call it local summer. You gotta be a local to call it local summer. But I've it's lived here now for f- like 15 years. Go watch Jaws. Oh All right, gosh. you're either born here or you're not from here. It's just how it is. You're the local or you're not. My brother, we always tease my brother. He was born in Orange, New Jersey. Yeah, you know, I was born down here in the Jersey Shore, and, and my sister was too. And uh, you know, we always we always call him uh, the ben- Benny. A Benny is what we call the guy, the people that come from it. But whatever, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or offend anyone. Long and story, uh, long and short of that is that the Bennies used to come to the Jersey Shore from Bayonne, Elizabeth, Newark, and New York, so they call them Bennies. That's one of the theories, at least. When I first moved here, I was an English teacher, and I had my students write a first day school. Go home. I want you to write me, you know, write me a page about what you did over the summer. Just you know, gives me a little analysis of who they are, if they're a jerk, if they're yeah. nice, if they, you know, where did I go to Europe or where did I do work at Seven Eleven? You know, it like, gives yeah. me an idea. There must have been like. 15 papers that talked about, you know, the Bennies and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I come home, I come home the next day to my husband and I'm like, what the hell are these people talking about? They're like the Bennies and I can't wait for them to go home because they're rude. And I'm like, Michael, what are Bennies? And he's like, oh, I guess I never told I you want- about this before. And I'm like, well, uh, all right, I guess this is a thing. He's like, yeah, you should probably also brush up on what pork roll is and a few other local terms so you don't stick out too much. Like, oh. Don't get the wrong impression. We love you guys. Beneficial you. for the economy. Right. That's no, what I tell my kids. we love you guys. It's also really nice when they're, when they're not around anymore because we kind of get the place back to ourselves. And the September in New, on the Jersey Shore so is nice. freaking beautiful. The beaches are, are, you know, still, you know, everything's swimmable. Sometimes you get that little crisp of the air. The runs are a little bit better, right? Although today is like a 95 degree, 100 like 85 de- 100, humidity. 100 humidity. Wait, raise your hand if you went outside and ran today. Heck yeah. We both have our hands up. Oh. People are like, you running this? And I'm like, um, well, what if I'm running in the Olympics and it's in South America and I need to perform at my top? You just... I, you just are smart about it. Yeah. You know, I wasn't running a six and a half minute mile out there for my six miles today. It was slower, but yeah. just slow and steady. Slow and steady. No. And, and, you know, it's it's cool because you see, um, like I watched the U.S. Open yesterday and uh, and Federer got bounced. They're not complaining about heat no, or well, anything. No, he did. He did. Oh, yeah, no. He And he's the, he's the one who is notorious for, you know, outworking all these guys. He's 37 years old and mm-hmm. he's still... I work in these guys because conditioning is off the charts. And uh, he, he's a fascinating guy. I'm amazed that he's able to, to do what he does at his age in, in with tennis. And um, and he, you know, he, like, trains in cutter. I don't know how you how you really pronounce it. Cutter? Quatar? Oh, Q-U-A-T-A-R. <laughs> yeah, Q-A-T-A-R. I, think it, I don't even know. Is there even a U in Qat- there? Qatar. Qatar. I thought it was Qatar. Yeah, I call it cutter. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 
<laughs> so anyway, he like will train. Hey, Clark. <laughs> Shitter's full. <laughs> Cutter. <laughs> so he trains there and is like notorious for like going through training partners. Like he'll go through like seven, eight like young stud tennis training like opponents in a day. And uh, but the guy that he lost to is an Australian and he is uh, lives in like the most humid place on earth. This section of I think it's like Queensland of Australia. So I was I was pretty in tune to that. And because in you know New York yesterday at the where they put you know Flushing, mm, um, yeah, it was uh, it was really really warm. And um, so it was just you know it's, it's it definitely takes an effect on you. You can't do this. You can't run a normal run. I look at all my workouts. If it's an outside workout and it's you know a running workout and it's going to be hot, you got to scale it early or else you know it's it's gonna it's gonna take its place and you know you can do it there's mathematical and scientific ways to really do it by adding dew point and and you know humid le- you know humidity levels and, and temperature and right. kind of making an average of it so that you can kind of know how bad it really is i always look at dew point i don't even look at at humidity really humidity oh, really fool's gold yeah the dew point is is really what drives everything that's when like you're sucking air through a straw when that's up there when it's close to the temperature or you know we're really think it's like over 65 or 70 dew point you're you're gonna it's gonna feel be it you're gonna feel it and so uh yeah but that's you know those are coming up short i tell you what one thing that i really enjoy i'm i'm training for the philly marathon right now and i'm gonna run that's in november so i get a lot of it one of the reasons why i like philly is because i don't have to do a lot of it like in the heat of the summer mm-hmm. you know like my training block is is a little bit further out than um you know, I don't have to start in July or I do start in July, but, you know, July and August and June, like these really, really hot months. I do most of it in like September, October, November when it gets a little bit cooler. So I like that. But I really find that I'm never fitter than when I'm training for a fall marathon running wise. I feel least. that way, too. Yeah. Because you're outside more and it's I think the temperature Oh, yeah. You have to work so yeah. much harder. It's like being in the on-deck circle and swinging two bats. When you get into the batter's <laughs> box with one, it's a lot lighter. You know, you can kind of really um, – and you feel it. We've had a couple days this this uh, last couple weeks where one was like a couple Saturdays. Last Saturday, it was a cooler day, and mm-hmm. I had a tough run, and I freaking nailed it, and I felt great. I right. felt fit, something I hadn't really felt in, in a while because, A, I'm only getting into the training box, so I'm still building – and B, I've been running in this stifling humidity that's we all just, have. yeah, no, exactly. So we're like, <gasps> it was like, oh, like oh, shit, I like I am really, you know, I am getting there, and I am fitter than than I thought. So you know, it was, it's uh, it's always good to get those because once it breaks, you're like, people ask all the time. They're like, how do you run in this? And I'm like, you just you. You just do. It's. I tell people to so let how the do heat you? in. Let me ask you. That. How, I, how I you tell people it? to let the heat in. I said, when you go out there, see how you feel. Run with feeling, and that's. I think that's kind of something that I've changed. Definitely changed. I don't get hung up on the numbers anymore. Uh-huh. I look at my heart rate. Um, I went out a couple. I want to say, you know, I'll, I'll go out and run, and I'll keep myself in a certain heart rate, and not look at the pace, and then you know, eventually starts, all right, well, if I'm in like 150s or 160s, I know I'm I'm really pushing it. Um, you know, and I know that, I know what my pace is according to my heart rate yeah. and how I feel. Now, I have to tell you, this is kind of sad, this is kind of makes me a little emotional, is that I ran, I took my daughter out a couple Sundays ago. It was really hot too. But I took her out and she's now, 
she's now five. This is probably the last time I'm ever going to push her ever. Uh-huh. And I took her out to run and I'm looking at, I'm like, <gasps> I'm like looking at my heart rate, you know, and my heart rate's like 167. I'm like, and I'm not running that fast, but it's just so different. Yeah. A, it's hot. B, now I'm pushing. You know, a five-year-old. She's a five-year-old as opposed to a baby. And it's a little bit hilly, a little elevation in places. And I'm like, I'm getting You're such... You're like, Lauren, I want to talk to you about something called keto. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're five. I was like, Lauren, think thin, sweetie. Think thin. <laughs> um, but it's interesting because you're still getting a great workout even though you're not running as fast because of oh yeah 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 the heart rate and it's you know I tell people I'm like really think about your heart rate think about well, how you feel because you you know you have to go by feel you can't run at a certain pace for a marathon then you have to slow it down and, and work and your I mean, way all, up all the endurance is built at the slow pace or low heart rate I, mm-hmm. I work off of paces you work off a of heart rate. And you know all the endurance is there is is really built on those sl- slower runs. One of my goals for this training block is to really keep the easy runs in check. Like easy means easy. Even if I go into the gym after and I can do like some kettlebell workout or something, you know, after all that run. But when I'm running, easy is easy. That's when Brian but, calls me. I'm going for a run. You want to come? I'm like, it's your easy day. <laughs> but you yeah. know, but the reality is those are. Far more important, like you know, than because it's the majority, it's the bulk of the week. It's the, it's most of the running, and that's when the endurance is really built. You based on heart rate, right? Like like zone A, mm-hmm. uh, you know, is is really where where everything is kind of building. Um, because what'll happen is if you stick to the heart rate, as we know, as you know, if you stick to the heart rate, then the pace will increase, but the heart rate will stay the same. So like that endurance is is really building. So I kind of do it just based on paces and and things that feel comfortable to me there were there are plenty of runs where i'll just leave the watch at home and and not even uh look at it or obviously not look at it but but uh but not even use it just because i don't want to be hung up on it because i'll I'll get hung up on it my same little roots that i do and all that stuff you know especially nowadays like when the kids are back at school and my wife is back at school and like the morning is now like the purpose of the morning is is to get them out it, you know it's like the the move to get Hurting everybody out the door everybody's got to get out the door Our bus is on a schedule she's on a schedule you know my other my little guy goes to another school so he's on a different th- you know it's like it's it's pretty crazy it's pretty crazy so. All right. So we had said today that there were a couple things we wanted to mention with the summer coming to kind of the official summer coming to a close after Labor Day. Brian and I were talking about how last year we talked about how the holiday season, you kind of have to survive the holidays sometimes, especially, you know, you're surviving. You say you're surviving your family. Yeah. You're surviving all of, you know, all of these temptations you've got, you know, between food and drinks and gatherings and the stress of, you know, the stress of all of it and, and presents and there's even, so even much like religion is, yeah. is like involved with it. it you it's know? very stressful. And sometimes our eating spending money. Exactly. Yes. Our eating and our habits and our fitness and taking care of yourself tends to be pushed off to the side, which it's tough because you have to take care of yourself. You have to. But we were just saying that in the summer, sometimes those habits that surviving the holidays, you have just as terrible. I mean, you may have just the same awful habits that you're starting to develop in the summer. 
that you do during the holiday season. And you can't let it go for months at a time. I actually think it's worse. You think it's worse? Yeah, because you're not aware of it. Oh. In the holidays, you know it's coming. You can, you know, sometimes you know it's coming and it sweeps you away anyway. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like a tidal wave. And and everything in in the holidays, I call it the um, I call it the Bermuda Triangle, which is Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. Right, that Bermuda Triangle at the end of the year of holidays really gets you. Uh, you know, it could send you on an, a drift. And it sucks you in. It does. It does. It is. It's a vortex. And there's you know there's holiday parties and all that stuff. So. In the summer is it's kind of the same thing. It's almost like from July fourth to uh, to Labor Day. I think Memorial Day weekend is well, like kicks it off. And that, yeah, long. it is, it is. But at that point, like people, sometimes people build into summer, right? They want to look good. They want to get their bikini body or whatever beach body going. And they want to, you know, they, like there's some momentum there and there's, you know, some, the weather's still kind of not like steamy hot and it's just like you can still be outdoors and active and all those things. Uh, obviously some of this, depending on where you're listening to, it might not apply, but, uh, they, so like from 4th of July on, like you're definitely partying, right? So you're not, di- you're dot you're not, you're not really dieting as much as you would have like leading into like May and even June. Um, and then, uh, you know, the alcohol is a motherfucker and (laughs) like, seriously, (laughs) you know, on, on everybody, I'm going from a perspective that I see a lot from my health coaching clients, right? Mm -hmm. So people that I'm trying to help and people in the gym as well. So, so definitely alcohol plays a factor with the grownups eating choices. There's, you know, there's barbecues. There's, there's like, you get to the point in the summer where like the kid, you know, you don't want to cook. Yeah. Right, so you're not always making the best choices. You're just kind of like hot dogs, you know, hamburgers, because people want to grill. I mean, yeah, no, we, where we live, rightfully anyway. so, and and it and it happens. And you know, sometimes in a weekend, you know, you might have two parties or something like that, and it's and uh, you know the kids aren't on the schedule. I know that's another thing that I hear from my clients is that the kids aren't. Uh, you know, it's hard because their schedule is different and everything. Like in summer, you when the kids are off of school and people working their regular hours. It gets hectic. Like, what do we do with the kids? Where do they have to go to camp? And I have to drop them off here. Sometimes it's way more expensive than than uh, than yeah. you know during the school year. Obviously, if you go to a public school, or whatnot. So, you know, and then into August. In August is when people take their vacations. On vacations, they're living right. They're living, and they're really eating whatever the heck they want, right? And they're having you know the lobster with the butter, and and all that stuff. But you know, and also again alcohol they're you know they're they're just doing more they're not pushing away the sweets like they normally would and here's the reason why where both of them line up all right this is the way that i see it at least is that both of them have this hypothetical finish line of new year's right with the new year's resolutions okay and in for grown-ups who haven't been in school for a very long time the end of the summer we're still wired for school we're all still wired for school. That back to school, that clean slate, right? That way I'm just going to get, you know, I'm just going to do whatever. I have one more week of summer, then it's Labor Day, and then the kids stop, and then I'll go back, you know, I'll start then. I hear it all the time. I'll go back to the, I'll go back to the gym in September, right? And obviously a lot of places, the schools will start in August, and, you mm-hmm. know, there's places around the country where they start earlier than that. But, you know, for the most part, we're still wired for that, fresh start that clean slate 
right? Even here, the little change in temperature, you know, like it kind of mixes things up. And they can get through that point, and then they'll they'll start, right? So is this like your cheat meal? It's like your cheat time of year? Like, I've got Sunday. It's my cheat day. I eat whatever I want. And it's like I've got, you know, this Bermuda Triangle of time, this month of time where I'm just going to have whatever I want. And is it that the summer, the same thing? Then I'm going to have this is my cheat time of year again, and then... I mean, is it cyclical? Do we have to have that as a I think maybe human? a little bit. Yeah, I think a little bit. You got to dip to yeah. be able to. Yeah, 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 yeah. To it's, work towards exactly. a goal. Exactly. Yeah, you can't just keep climbing. Uh, you know, like think of it with fitness, right? This is the reason why we do training blocks, and there's a reason why right. we, we periodize, you know, periodize things, and 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 that way because you can't just kind of keep climbing. There is some fall off usually, and that's good, right? Kind of, you know, just to regroup and and reset priorities and all those things. I'm yeah. having a tough time now yeah. with motivation. I I think mostly for for a lot of people, exercise regimens certainly the heat throws a monkey wrench into things, right? You're it's like still a nice day, but you don't want to go and and sit in the gym, you know, for a long time. Maybe. See, I don't even. I'm like, what do you? What? Who? Yeah, uh-huh. I know. I know. What? I know. It's so hard for Brian but and I know, to say this, but it's true. But for, you know, like you see less faces around, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and then, uh, or maybe those people are outside. I know that this week, however. I know that this week, which we're recording this on September 4th, so this week, it's a Tuesday, we'll see, I'll see faces in the gym this week in my classes that I haven't seen. In the next few days when their kids go back to right. school. Kids will go back to school or I teach today, a lot. I, I had teach a, a dip lot. day today. Dip. Yeah. There was yesterday I was in, did a bunch of trainings and it was freaking packed. Labor yeah. Day morning, everyone was like, yeah. Today, it's like the last day Little around here not, anyway, yeah. where, where kids are home and then tomorrow... Are a lot of schools start in our area, and uh, and then we're gonna see, we're gonna see it. Yeah. And then what do you I mean? You're like, yeah, you're back. And then you're like, where were you? Yeah. Why were you gone? I, I'm different. I have like a lot. I teach a lot of afternoon classes, right? I do some mornings, but mostly my classes are are from four o'clock on. And I'll get back the school teachers for sure that mm-hmm. have been going to like the nine a.m. Yep. the you know the six a.m. classes all summer long. I'll see them, uh, you know, back again. And I'll definitely see, uh, you know, some parents or things like that. Um, those nine, and, and and I think on the flip sides, maybe some I might lose some of my four o'clockers mm-hmm. to nine a.m. because the kids are back in school now. Some of those parents might be going back, you know, to, to doing some of those things. I mean, look, they're they're always busy, so it, it's uh, you know, but it's just you see those faces. It's like well, I haven't seen you since like June. Um, they uh, so so here's the thing with it though. Um, be aware of it. Right, because you know next Sunday is football season, and we right. can always just turn the page into oh something you know uh, unhealthy. Um, so you know it always it's like it's all coming. But if you look at it, I always see this area. I mean, how do you feel? I don't know. I just feel like I haven't really been myself lately. You know, I'll ask people. You know, what's what's going on? I don't know. We just went to this thing, you know, and then I, you know, I, Saturday, I didn't feel like doing anything on Sunday, and then you know, I didn't do anything on Monday, and it just kind of like. You know, they're not always snowballs, but the good thing is be aware now and you can listen to this and you can say, oh, yeah, I kind of have been falling off a little bit. And, and, you know, I have, you know, maybe it is a good opportunity because the good weather, you know, depending on where you live, obviously, is coming and we can get out there and really have some really good months leading up to that next pitfall of Thanksgiving and stuff. Right. We can get we got a good solid September, October, November here where we can um, put ourselves together. 
you know what I'm going to say too is hmm. set some. Let's set some goals. That's really important. Absolutely. Um, for me anyway, if I don't have something I'm working towards, it could be something little, but I'd like to at least twice a month have something that I'm actually in a, in a couple of weeks. I'm walking a 5K. Imagine right, walking a 5K with someone who's never done a 5K before, who's on like their own fitness journey. I'm super pumped. I know oh, that's, that's awesome. I, I mean, he's got his. He texted me a picture of his GoPro the other day and was like, "It's on! I'm so excited! Never done a race before!" And is, you know, I'm like, I am pumped. And that's just something little that, you know, it's not a huge marathon. It's not a freaking Ironman, but that's some sort of fitness something that I'm really excited about. Yeah. And again, it's a it's a 3.1 mile walk. Yeah. Like, that's that's great. Like, um. You know, that's going to be really cool. There's something you know, I love that. It's like when I run with my son, I yeah. run like the you know local races right. with my son. It's it's amazing. Those are like my best. But it's days. still fitness. Yeah. I don't care what you say. You're still out there. Yeah. You're still moving. Um, it could be something little. It could be just going to a park, and that I think is something. You know, you got to mix it up. And for me, like I said before, after Ironman, I just there were so many extra training sessions I put in that. I was tired. I mean, I, again, going with the medication and the training and the, like, I just felt oh, drained. You think? And, um, <laughs> like, even though I felt course. good after mentally, I think is what it is. Like, it was just a lot of it, so focused and it's not like, you know, marathons, probably my first couple, if I train, I felt that way. Although I never really prepared fully, but I mentally was There's like, a, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it takes a lot of mental, I guess, energy and to come off of that and, I'm like, I don't want to swim for another hour after teaching classes or, or doing, I don't want to sit on the bike for three hours or two hours. I just, I'm like, I want to do what I want to do. I'm still going to move. I enjoy moving. But the other day I'm like, you know what? My son and I, we're going to go swim with this swim group, the two of us. We were in the water for quite a long time. However, it wasn't like you were out of breath. It was, it was just an experience. You're outside, you're moving. It's something different. And still fitness, you know, it's like, yeah, find something different. And which I, lo- is, I love that, which I mean, is why we can kind of promote. And, and one of the things that we always that we always talk about is, is finding a way to make fitness fun. And I think that that's something that I'm looking at for those holiday times and those and that end of summertime as I kind of prepare and, you know, just put things together for, for my own thing to do. Like how cool I was just thinking, like, how cool would it be if there was like a ultimate frisbee league in you know in july and august you know and, right. and just something to keep people moving something that maybe even like when they're done they crack a beer and like you know there's some like just a group kind of thing you know to, to have done that's you know that's done after work or something just to kind of keep them active like you know but not for the sake of exercise just for the sake of right of really getting out there and just moving around and you know whatever it is um you know it's it's uh people get People people really focus on dates, right? Mm-hmm. Those finish lines and those like if I just get to there, I'll, I'm just going to be better. So if we can get something in there that will kind of occupy their time, get them outside. That's it. Yeah. All right. So last thing that I I want to ask you this question. So a lot of people over the summer. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a pet peeve in a second. Many people we've talked about the unhealthy things you do in the name of health, right? Right. A lot of people I've seen this summer have, I want to say that they're attempting to make good decisions. That's what I say. Like we always try and do what we think is best, right? So there is, there's this 
place on the boardwalk. They opened up this health food place on the Jersey Shore boardwalk at one yeah. of the beaches. And you don't have to say it okay. By name. There's I know. always super long lines. Long lines. Super long lines. Okay. And For their now, bowls. Listen. Okay. Okay. So you have choices. You could get like you know ice cream cones or or you know burgers and hot dogs and you know pizza and this and that whatever. But pizza is actually not that bad. But you could get all this fried stuff and French fries and onion rings, right? And it's like boardwalk. Kind of boardwalk food, right? Yeah. Funnel cakes, whatever. Yeah. Yet there is this place where you can get bowls. Okay. And it's like bowls of fruit and granola and yogurt and literally it's bananas. Like there's lines of like, I've seen like 45 people online before down the boardwalk. Big long line. Okay. One of the longest lines. So now, and so I'm thinking to myself like, this is, it's okay. It's kind of cool. Like people are making choices of like, I'm going to eat fruit, right? Like I'm granola. Oh, that sounds good. Or yogurt or whatever. And then they get offline and they've got these massive bowls <laughs> that are like as big as your head, right? And they're all eating these thinking that, oh, look, I'm making a healthy choice. And I'm sitting here like, I hope that you know that that's the only thing you can eat all day. Because that's about 3,500 calories. <laughs> 3,500 calories. About and the sugar count 30 grams of sugar. is probably more than anyone could handle. It would send a diabetic into shock. <laughs> and I'm watching. I mean, You forgot Nutella. Nutella goes oh, in there. I don't even know what goes in. But like yeah. half, a, half a pound of peanut butter. And like, I, and for me, in the, I guess, I don't even know how to... I don't even go there. I don't even say anything. I listened to some lady rant on at the gym the other day at one of the gyms um, where I'm at talking to the people behind the desk about, have you ever been here? Have you ever gotten these bowls? Oh my gosh, you have to get them. I get them all the time. And I'm looking at this woman who's definitely a good, like 70 pounds overweight, like do you eat the whole bowl, like do you- like eat a little, maybe you share it. It's like, it's like when you go to, it's like if you ever went to a bar and they say like, oh, you can order a scorpion bowl, but you share it with 10 people. You don't have it for yourself. Like there should be a disclaimer like right. here, this is for you, but share it with 10 people or else. It's like, is, am I the, like the, a, the one that, no, the, well, am I being one, a jerk? Am I a big, I'm a big jerk. No. Yes and no. I just don't. I'm on the fence. You might be a jerk. <sighs> so here's the deal. The, when you go to the ice cream store. Right, mm-hmm. you go to the you know the ice cream store. They sell a cone, mm-hmm. right? Because those are like the individual serving size. Right, right. And then they also sell big, gigantic sundays. Right, this is like a sunday place without. There's like an ice cream place without the cones. It's like really just the sundays, and people eat them in the name of health. They sprinkle chia seeds on there even sometimes. And look, I'm, I I've eaten these said things yeah before you ran a marathon no but like or maybe after i ran <laughs> like, like are you really doing part. An, i'm always like excuse no. me are you doing iron man because that's a really great <laughs> meal right before you do the iron man i am Tra- all for that transition to knock that down that you're gonna would be, be good. a great meal <laughs> be good to go so but and, the, and they are very delicious and there is fresh fruit in them right and there's very fruit is good and, and and i've and i actually have a funny story about the whole thing but you really are not paying attention and one of the things i talk about in health coaching all the time is like what are you eating like make sure you know like what is your relationship with the food and just like look at it. what what is it that you're eating 
you know, where'd it come from? Like, what is, what's in it? You know, chew it, taste it, smell it, like all that stuff. Like, get, you know, just like, it's more of a, make, make eating more of an experience so that way you're not just mindlessly shoveling shit in your mouth all right. the time. Right. Right. So that's part of what I do. So <laughs> I, I, that's part of what I do. You hear that? That's like part of what I do. Well, you know, this is what I do. So they have, uh, so I'm teaching classes at the gym in the morning. And there's a group of of, uh, of gym members, and they are making plans for after the class to go to this place to, you know, because it's healthy, right? Like, they're like, we'll have a good breakfast after our workout. Oh, my God. And it's Yeah, like, if you all share one. Like, <laughs> like for one. two days. Like, like, <laughs> like, when you get a scorpion ball at the bar, you don't have the whole thing. That's the purpose. Right. The bucket of rum with five That's straws? That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So the rail splitter. I've never even had said bucket <laughs> no, and or anyone else. Any, I haven't even had it. However, that's what. So it is interesting to see, you know, the, the um, you know, the the uh, the young the young people in their bikinis and like you know they're, with their six pack abs going to for the healthy option when they're better, like almost better off, you know, with something a little bit different. I'm not saying be a rabbit and eat the garden salad at the Jersey Shore where there's where there's you know options that are a little more vacationy. I guess getting back to our original topic. Well, I don't think I'm speaking about the people with the six packs and bikinis. Well, there's either. both. There's both. There's both. Oh my goodness! It's it's crazy. The conversation that I had with the with the um, gym members. That, oh no! Did you piss them off? No, I just said you know well, okay well you know like. You guys, there's probably a better choice than that, you know. You weren't somewhere. like glue it on your ass because that's where it's going. <laughs> okay, good. No, that's no, positive. No. That's really positive. No, it was more like you know, like they, they always say, well, they, you can get you can get it with protein. You know, they have a protein option. You can get the protein powder mixed in there somehow, some way. So, like you know, they that's another thing. You know, oh, it's got protein. I mean, in it. does this clearly mean that we're making steps though as a society? Do you see? I mean, do you see this as a positive step forward, or are we just still like? Are we still clouded? Like we think keep talking that, about like I think that like if the owners of said company were here right now, like or there's many companies. I, I feel like we're there's, there's, there's so a many lot. Of them. There's yeah. a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're like these bowls. So, you know, like these. There's a, a different name of a different company that right. makes a bowl all over the place. Right, and it's yeah usually chocolatey and yogurty and and granola y with big. They're buckets of, it's of the size drops your head. of food. But, you know, I think that that I think like God bless their heart. I think it's in the right place. You know, like I think that they're think that possibly that they're providing a, a, a you know, a better option. Um, you know, in reality, it's it's a very unhealthy. It's a bowl of ice cream, essentially. Right. With a the sugar. Gigantic the amount of sugar. bowl yeah. of ice cream with toppings. Right. Fresh food toppings. This goes back to our podcast and we want to get out knowledge to people. So, you know, if you're sitting back here right now, cause you're pissed off cause you just ate one of these said bowls and you're like, damn it. I wish that, well, how did I not know this? Well, you're welcome. Get to know your food. Know it. Right. E- eating strawberries is great, right? Yes. Eating blueberries is great. But if you eat or, a bucket of strawberries and blueberries, that is calories and sugar. Here's, you here's, know? here's an even better way. And I, again, I don't, I'm not at to crush anyone's business, 
But just like anything, eating out, you're eating, you know, or takeout or, or going to restaurants and all that stuff, you're not going to get as good of food as if you make it at home. So if you're going to make one of those, if you're going to have one of those bowls, right, try and duplicate it at home, right? That way you can cut more, you know, maybe where they're only allowed to put in several pieces of fruit, you know, you can put in half of it as fruit, make it fruit based, right? And then put the scoop of whatever it is going on next. You know, the granola, you can, you know, you can make, you can buy a better granola. You can make your own granola. You can do some things to kind of make it a little bit more healthy. If you do it at home, it probably says, things are like 12 bucks a piece too. I do not cook. Anyone who knows me, like, I'm like, I made my own peanut butter protein balls the other day. Oh yeah. Hell hath frozen Mm -hmm. over. But same thing. Made them at home. Made little like tasty little, balls. Little oats. The balls were great. <laughs> little, you know, Delicious. peanut butter. Like you know, it's. But that's how could something... I not make ball jokes? Oh my gosh! You threw that was a layup. There's, oh, there's there's some people that make some great balls <laughs> that I've met in my life. Great tasty <laughs> protein. <laughs> what are we talking about here? Salt. Clean balls. this place up. <laughs> Clean it up. But at least you know what you know. You know what you're feeding your kids, and you know it's kind of a nice, uh, you know, nice option. You know servings so everything i mean that's that's one of the things get to know your food we'll make it right Mm -hmm. so you can really have a better handle on it like you know know your ingredients and put it in and uh you know it's obviously at the beach it's not the easiest thing to do or if you're on vacation or anything like that it's not the easiest thing to do so there are ways when that is the best option possibly i don't know you know and barbecues and everything else i always say go for the food that you know what's in it at the table. Yeah. If you go for the food, you know what's in it, like your vegetables and everything else with yeah. the least amount of ingredients, it's not going to steer you wrong. So here are two other things that, that we say. So like uh, Christmas time, I always say bring your own dish, right? Mm-hmm. Bring something that you know you'll eat, right, is, is a good one. So if you're And going you to- like a lot of, you know, you're mainly plant-based, so you're yeah. always going to bring something that's kind of healthy. That's right. For me, I always try and at least have two dishes because I know... From, first of all, I love you know vegetables, yeah. so it's a fresh vegetables and whatnot. But I know that I have a lot of friends that might be you know might not eat meat or might be vegan or yeah. plant based. So at least there's always two options for them. Something. And even if you think like, oh, they're a jerk, I'm not making extra food for people. Just do it because you may eat it. You may never yeah. know. It might be something you love, like quinoa salad that my daughter loves to eat all the time. Mom, I'm gonna eat the quinoa. It's, it's the best when I show up, especially like the old the old friends, like the high school friends. You know, I'll show up with the. With you know, with the dish, and they they always bust my chops about you know oh look what he got look what he brought it's like yeah exactly motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> and you can't have any of this exactly roasted yeah, with right like are you trying to mock me okay um, which you know I'm good with it. the other thing that I always um, uh, suggest that that people do is um, uh, what was it it skipped my mind I had to make your own. <laughs> I don't know. I'll think of it. Brian. No, I seriously, that just happened. Okay. I got I got sent off on a tangent. I got hot-headed when I thought of my high school friends teasing me about what I eat. <laughs> I'm not as healthy as I seem. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, there was one other thing. Really? I would just turn around and be like, "I'm sorry. Are you an Iron Man?" Oh. <laughs> you're not. Okay. You got to pull out like something ridiculous. You oh, know? Like, I know exactly what it was. I'm sorry. Do you uh, run a sub three marathon? Seasonal foods. So eat seasonal foods. So like, you know, there's things that are fresh now that, that are, you know, being grown and picked fresh now. So. Christmas cookies don't count as seasonal try, foods. Yeah, try to include. Yeah. <laughs> Nor do hot dogs. 
But like watermelon, seasonal yeah, food. No, exactly. Right now it's fruits and vegetables, and even in the winter time it's it's fruits and vegetables too. But you know, there's just there are better things that are in season at that time. So if you stick with those kind of things, you you can work with and make make some good pretty. By good By the way, speaking of seasonal foods, in the next month we're gonna have. Um, Tess on here from Moonlight Acres Farms. It's an organic farm. And she's going to talk about some of, you know, kind of organic farming and things like that. Um, that's going to be cool to yeah. integrate kind of with uh, with some of our health stuff that's going. We got some cool guests yeah, coming up, by definitely. the way. Freaking, this is, you know, it's on is all I have to say. So be ready. We're having fun with this thing. Yeah. 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 No, it's so great to just meet new people and hear the stories and everything. You know, and tell our tales. I'm looking forward to this build-up for Philly Marathon. Are you going to run Philly with me? This um, this fall? November. It's the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Is the weather going to be nice? I'll have my mustache by then. Oh, it's all coming know. back. This is there spots? <laughs> I don't know. Mustache is going to be back. I don't know. I might throw my name into to Atlantic City. If the weather's nice, I might go down and just stay like, over. It's in like three weeks. Oh, it's in October. It's like October something. It's September. October 20th. It's like might be in three. It's like no. It's it's like it's like October twentieth or something. If the weather's nice, I'll go run it and come in. I don't know. Come in the top couple, or whatever. Win it, whatever. Uh, whatever. It's fine. I was it's down nice there. Little, nice, I was down there. This, if the weather's uh, nice, it's a nice little race on the Jersey Shore. I was down there so this summer. That it. boardwalk's all beat up. I can't imagine running on that thing for twenty six miles. I really don't have any fear at this point. <laughs> <laughs> the fear level it could be filled with hot coals to race after last year's Boston Marathon and doing Ironman how bad could it be I mean really it, there's no swim aspect in it <laughs> yeah. I don't have to ride a bike for eight hours yeah no, it's just, this is a little jog it's just a marathon <laughs> this is a little jog on the boardwalk isn't that crazy it's totally fine I know what I want to tell you I listen, and it's kind of in line with that I listen to an amazing podcast Homeboy Rich Roll does it again who was, right. who was he talking to? He had on this guy that well, – it was fascinating – that uh, just did a documentary on how running can be used as meditation. I saw it and I didn't listen to it. I did All see right. that. So there, I didn't know if it was going to be hokey or not. That's why I put on Joe Rogan instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Give me a comedian on Joe Rogan. <laughs> that was the choices. It's so funny you say that. Yeah. Those I'm are like sorry. my two. I always look I'm at those. I'm sorry, Rich Roll. No, I always look at those two first. But it was fascinating okay. because I, I saw it. I was actually in the car with my family, and I like put the earbud in one ear. We, I drove home from New England uh, this this past weekend. You were like, "I'm sorry, this is no. more fascinating than talking <laughs> to you." Well, my my family sleeps, you know, for the most part in the car. Like the kids are conked out. That my wife is. Driving in a car with my wife on long distance trips. You better say something positive. After I'm this. gonna tell okay. it like it is. I love her. I love my wife. I love her. I love her. I love her. Driving with her in the car is like trying to disarm a bomb with someone yelling "boom" in your ear, <laughs> like randomly. <laughs> Like she's an apprehensive passenger on long road trips. If there are red lights in front of her, like brake lights, it's like <gasps> I'm like I'm gonna like you're gonna make me crash this thing. It's uh it's difficult at times. I'm like chill out. Why don't you take a nap right now? I'm gonna pop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blow some smoke in her ear. Um, no, so uh, so a little drink. Yeah, a little. something a cocktail. <laughs> get you. Yeah, get. get me. 
smoke this. The kids and me, we're all mellow now. <laughs> so I listened to the uh, to this ritual podcast, and he's got uh, it's like two hours long. This so was great for the car ride, and it's uh, this guy does a documentary on running as a meditative, like how it could be meditative and meditative practice, and how like traditionally there's all these different um, areas and societies and and um, pasts that have done this like a lot like from japanese monks to the navajo indians to to, um you know some uh like indian population indian populations and places in india that have done this like long term Uh like a lot and there's actually a race in new york city right in new york city that takes place over the summer Right. This is another thing. So we just talked about how humid it is in this area. So it's like July and August. It's a 3,100 mile race that takes place not only in New York City, it takes place in Queens. All right. And not only does it take place in Queens, but it takes place on one single block in Queens. I don't get it. What is happening? What? They run around the block. It's this. Guru, oh man, I'm I'm gonna forget his name. And I've seen like people wear his shirts at marathons and things like that. Okay, it's like Sri. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher it, so I'm not even gonna say it. it's S R I something, Chamoy or C H O M I L I something like that. But maybe pull it up. I can probably uh, tell you. So he, uh, young Jamie, pull it up. Joe Rogan show. Yeah, for real. Uh, like, we don't have okay. a we don't All have right. a young Jamie here. Hey Conti, get on that. Jamie, let's take um, a look. So, and what they do is they run like every other day, they switch direction (laughs) running around the block. And these guys are doing like 80 miles a day. And it takes like 50 something days for them to. What? What is this? S R I what? Shri Chinmoy? Shri Chinmoy, yes. Okay. So he's got endurance races. He was just like a guru who really. Felt um, uh, he just, Indian spiritual leader taught meditation. So they use running as a form of meditation, and what they say is that once you get past like eight days of it, and realize, or it's like six days of it, or even three days of it, and realize that you're going to keep doing it, right? And you, the like the the fact that you're gonna be doing this for a long time kind of goes away because everything else kind of takes over what your body's feeling and to go into like this meditative state. It's almost like it's a it's like a trance. Well, it's kinda. why we run a lot of times. You Absolutely. just kind of after a while, your mind, sh- your everything else shuts down and you don't realize you're running anymore. So what it's I like, what I realized listen to because I, I I do that too. Like you know, you kind of feel like you just get in the zone and you just drift and you're not even thinking about anything other than what's in your your brain and you are in a sense meditating. I always say running is my form of therapy meditation and it's, it's it's a lot of things. But they but what he's saying, when I listen to it, I realized that I've never even been close. Right? What I've experienced is nothing even remotely close to what my body and mind are capable of through running. And it's it was it was a really good listen, and I appreciate That's it. That's why I Brian's going to do an Ironman with me at some point. It, it made me want to like like buy a hundred pairs of sneakers and leave from Manasquan, New Jersey, my hometown, and run to San Francisco, California. I was just going to say. <laughs> well, that's one of the reasons why they did the thirty one hundred, was because it's like kind of like the equivalent of it. But but they also did it like a two thousand. How long does right? it take? 
I think it was. I think they were saying it was like fifty-eight days. It's like really like depending on how many miles. Like they Brian, were we saying gotta, we the size get of the to do that. The size of listen the, up world sponsored. Brian and I'll do it, but we need to be sponsored because we need to not leave our families high and try to pay their bills. Well, I think. I think. I think that I don't know. You have to listen to it. I think I that's I, not to not to we do need sponsors, but not not to say. But I think that like to sponsor like and like they say like the elites that kind of show up to like win. Oh, there's re- a, how well, many no, people I mean do not this? like they, they had like twelve finishers or something recently. So like the people that really show up to not win but race it realize after like those those the certain amount of days that that their priorities in the whole thing are way off. And if that's all they shoot for, then they're going to come up short mm-hmm. and like both in the race and from the overall experience of it all. So they had used to have these guys. I'm gonna, I want people to listen to it, uh, but um, it's long. So like treat it like a book. Maybe you listen to it for like, you know, 10 minutes and then put it down to, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever you got, but get through it. Cause it's really interesting. And there's a documentary. He did a documentary on it and he, and he talks about all these different cultures, like the one born to run the, uh, the book, the Tara Humara, um, Indians. I think I have the book around here somewhere. Uh, I'm looking on my bookshelf. What, Chris right McDonald, yeah, McDougal. Yeah. Chris McDougal. So, that's a like, great one. So that's their, that is their, it's their tribe. It's their society. Mm-hmm. It's their their lives. It's their lifestyle. It's based it on this long distance running and the meditative stage and how it helps with hunting and why humans are able to do it. Um, you know, far more, far better than any other animal. You know that that we use. We can run and breathe at the same time, right? So when an animal runs, it 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 the running aspect of it. The uh, you know the. Um, when their legs go wide, the air comes in. When their legs are mm-hmm. closer together, it expels the air, and that's their that's ventilation. That's what Carp's uh, freaking thesis was about. Yeah, just the animals, how yeah, they how run. animals, yeah. and so uh, Dr. Jason Carp, former guest, um, <laughs> Revolution Running. Yeah, so you're uh, welcome. So you know, it's just it, how we're able to do these things, and how it's been a huge part of our society and and, and our evolution, and really our, our ways of hunting and gathering and all those things. And, uh, and, and, and what they, these groups, and it's, it's like individual spots of land, like they have no relationship to eat to each other, like, you know, from Japan to India, to the Navajos, to the Mexican, you know, maybe the Mexican, um, uh, Tarahumara, the Copper Canyon people and the, mm-hmm. and the, um, uh, the Navajos and some certain, you know, uh, uh, Native American, um, uh, tribes have, in, you know, maybe they have some similarities that, that aren't so close but it's really just fascinating the ones in japan they had like these monks and if you uh were the let like they all set out and and the tradition was if you were the last one to finish you they sacrificed you like like that was like that that was what was on the line it was like the tradition was that (laughs) like you were if you like if you came in last you you're you're done like you think that was like the the (laughs) <laughs> what I mean, a nice group no of pressure but you know it was like it, it was really fascinating so i'm gonna i'm gonna look for that documentary and hopefully we get like somehow but you t- running it, anything that you do for that prolonged amount of time becomes kind of transcendental like you're like your mind goes you start to be you know, hopefully not goes in a bad way but you just you let go like you like i said the the experience i had over the summer with that race is you kind of let go like you can only control so much. And I think it's, you know, it's kind of in life too. It's like you control what you can control 
and all of those external forces that you can't control, yeah. what are you going to do about them? You have two choices. You can either worry about it or you can just let it go and, and do your thing. And I think it, it, that's what it seems like with a lot of the meditation is that after a certain amount of time, your, your body just goes. Yeah. And if you're not taking care of it, you're not getting you know the right nutrients or the right hydration, it's going to shut down. And if you can kind of with your mind control your body, taking in, you know, I guess enough, enough, taking enough in that you're expelling with your expenditure of energy, then you should be able to go forever with your mind. Yeah. I mean, your mind should take you there because either, you know, like I said, I've been having issues kind of with motivation, but it's, you still, as soon as I get out there, I know, you know, I'll say, I don't want to run today, but I know that it's going to make me feel better. And I force myself to do it. And I know by, you know, a couple miles in, I'm like, I'm forgetting I'm running. Like well, I forgot I was running. I'm yeah. like, oh, oh yeah. I hate, I, I said I was going to hate this or, and it's when people get in the funks in. or something, especially, you know, yeah. runners, if they get in the funks or, or even I, I like to almost everybody, I will prescribe like walking. Right. Mm-hmm. So even people that are doing hit workouts and, you know, if they're trying to get back into things, um, I always like, just get out for a good walk three days a week like add it to your Fresh rec- air. add it to your rec- your exercise routine cuz i know what it's good it's good for the mind it it'll kind of help you it'll be like that board meeting in your you know the committee that meets in my head i always say right your senses yeah. and, your olfactory your and vision and you can you can really do that and i think that eventually it kind of adds into you know some other things so even people that say you know they're too busy or they don't have time i say commit to 5 minutes commit to 10 minutes, you know, just something like that. Just like get out there. And those are the same things I tell people, even like high end runners that are, mm-hmm. that are not, um, really feeling it at that time. I said, you know, you know, or even if you like, you just don't want to or anything like that, but like you kind of need to, um, go lace them up and go for a 10 minute run. Just, just say, all right, I'll be back home in 10 minutes and then it'll be done. Cause what happens is you never go for 10 minutes. You know, you right. always go for, you, you usually go for 20 or, you know, once you get out there, you, you really feel better. Um, and if you don't, well then you're only on the hook for 10 minutes and you could just go home. Right. Um, you know, it's like, there's no pressure to it and, uh, you'll know, you know, pretty much, um, you know, no one's feeling like that. The only people that are really feeling like that are the people that like, like yourself, you know, that have, have either just done like a massive event that like a little, you know, that, that have, they've, they've put their life on hold for like to do or people that, um, you know, are going through changes in life. Like work is getting really busy and they just don't have any time. And then they get, you know, then, then it's out of their life, you know, the extra stuff, the exercise. And, uh, you know, it's never, it's never like really, or maybe even some people that are like in a high level, like training for an Ironman or something like that. And they're just like in a funk, like I'm just like tired of training. Right. I don't want to do it. Like just lace them up 10 minutes. You'll feel better. Like go and do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I just know how I feel after a run, right? I usually feel pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Always more focus. I don't know. So what do you think? I think we're good. All right. Well, I'm pumped for the fall. There's a lot of crazy, awesome things that are kind of in our lineup and great guests that are going to come on. And uh, really great guests. I'm really, excited. really great guests. And uh, I can't wait to start sharing some of the uh, some of the things that we have in our kind of in our queue. Christine's going to SCW. Queue. There's a bunch of stuff that's happening. So we'll uh, we'll roll that out. We don't want to give away all of our secrets. No. Some some health fair events will be at, and uh, other than that, I don't know, Brian. What do you think? I 
think uh, I think that this is a beautiful episode. This is like the this is this is what happens when we just sit down and turn the mics on. Yeah, yeah. I like these. That's it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm Christine Conti, and I'm Brian Prendergast, and we are two fit crazies, and the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace. <laughs>